0: (laughs) hey guys it's your girl claudia jordan i am back the gang is finally back together with another episode of tgif with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry i'm here with al reynolds and aka funky dineva we are here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. Now, sit back, relax, and grab your mugs because it's time to pour a little Friday night tea. And I can't tell you, I've been missing y'all. I hated being out and, and, and not being around y'all last week. I miss we y'all.
1: missed y'all. We had a good time. We had a good time partying with Tamar, didn't we, Al?
2: Yeah, I had a good time, but I, de- I got to say, I definitely missed you, Claudia. I was, watching, I was
0: watching y'all like okay, all right, y'all y'all, y'all turned up and Al, you was wilding out at the end of that. Show.
2: <laughs> I know, but yeah, let's see what okay. we got tonight.
0: Okay, well, I guess I should uh, I should um, welcome y'all. Please welcome multimedia and talk show host Funky Dineva. <laughs> They live for you to do that. Every they live for that opening. They live for it. And brand strategist, we finally got a gig that we're going to stick this one. We're going to
2: stick to this one.
0: Brand strategist, Al Reynolds. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, that's, that's what we do? Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: uh, Hello, you oh. ever get that in the comments and they'd be like, what do Al do? <laughs> it, those comments <laughs> drive me so crazy. Al, tell the people what you do.
2: I've done this already. What do you mean? I'm a brand strategist. I do basic corporate strategy, which is basic business consulting. I help companies uh, implement their strategic plans. Um, I've worked for a lot of media companies in helping them implement their strategic plans. So that's that's kind of. And what so, how just I'm tell the me. people that you did divorce
1: that lady and take
2: all her money.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what they be trying to insinuate. Like they be like, you know what? He done got a bag. I'm like, but Al works.
2: Al right. Works. I, I had a bag. I had a bag before I met her. So that's kind of, you know, where I am. That's, that's what why, I do.
0: That's I mean, that's probably how you got it, right?
2: Right. Y'all starting off messy. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I, I got it.
0: What y'all drinking tonight? What y'all drinking?
1: I am drinking the and phantom orange.
0: What is the copper? What's that?
1: The copper is, believe it or not, I don't know. I had a date last night and he brought it over here and left it over here. So I don't, what is this? It's more uh, rum, I think.
0: I thought you weren't drinking because you wasn't feeling good.
1: Oh, child, well, you know,
2: a little bit. Of- of-
0: funky,
2: every time we try to, you know, communicate with you during the week, you're always on a date. Is this like, do you, like, do you have a different date every night? I'm just, you know, Ooh, just asking.
0: I'm me- calling
1: you a thot.
2: Yeah up in
1: my business
2: um no i I gotta live vicariously
1: through you i uh i'm active on tinder so about once a week i have a random tinder date and then i'm actively dating two people right now so it's either a random tinder date or me getting to know these two people that i'm dating
0: you know what Um, q i been gone for a little while and there's something (laughs) that we forgot we did not get a chance to get into now a couple weeks ago the three of us were on a little group chat uh-huh. and it got extremely messy in the chat.
2: Oh I mean, my gosh, a
0: lot. Do we, we want to discuss this? Yes. Obviously.
2: We definitely want to discuss
0: it. <laughs> are, are you getting embarrassed? No, that? I'm not, baby.
1: Listen, somehow <laughs> or another in the group chat, they ended up seeing me there bum it's there it's out there (laughs) I was drunk drunk and Al has a tendency of texting me after one in the morning don't do that 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 is is, that is that is
2: 100% 100 inaccurate
1: (laughs) 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 that is 100% inaccurate and when I woke up the next morning somehow or another I'm in the group chat
0: you were in the group chat you need to go
2: see a dermatologist because you got a little bit of eczema going on in that group (laughs) tour. All
0: right, y'all. Without further ado, it's TJ. So let's jump into this (laughs) hot topic. So I just had to get warm it up with that. Now, now, (laughs) last week, uh, it has been reported. Actually, uh, we have an update that Doctor Joy has been released from the hospital. But uh, last week, y'all discussed he. You know, he suffered a brain aneurysm. And he was in the ICU, and he's also dealing with that nasty divorce. In newly released court documents, his estranged wife, Nicole Young, says Dre punched her in the face, slammed her against the wall, and put a gun to her head 22 years ago. I'm sorry, 20 years ago. The court papers were filed uh, just days before Dre was admitted to the hospital. What are your thoughts on the timing of everything? And do you think she's happy that he's out of the hospital?
2: Well, let me tell you what caught my eye and ear was the fact that her recollection or her recount of the experience was the exact same as D. Barnes. Do y'all remember D. Barnes back in yep. the 90s that ran, that had that hip hop show? And Isn't remember, that who we
0: threw down the stairs, allegedly? No,
2: no, 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 no. Remember, he picked her up by her hair, slammed her against the wall, right? And got into an argument why the security guard um, held a gun, to, you know, held a gun to make sure that people stayed back. I just found it very interesting that her story paralleled Dee Barnes' story, and it paralleled it now during the time of, you know, the divorce proceedings. But I do, you do remember the HBO documentary, what was it called, The Defiant One? She spoke publicly about it, and he actually spoke publicly about it as well and said it was the worst time of his life. That's not who his character is, and it kind of ruined his, you know, image.
0: So, so you know, my wife or not, Q, what do you think?
2: I mean, the the thing that baffles me and the Me Too movement has taught
1: us that, okay, we can't put a time frame on victims coming forth and when they claim their assault or their assailant or whatever the case may be. But it's just odd to me that you got beat up and you stayed. You got beat up again and you stayed. You didn't have a problem with it then. But now that you're going through a divorce, now all of a sudden you want to bring forth all the penalty and and, and injury that comes along with occurrences that happened 10 years. 15, 12 years ago. Um, I I, I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. And granted, I get it. It's a divorce. She's going for a win. But part of me is feeling like, lady, go sit your damn ass down somewhere. So,
2: Claudia, this is my question. Like, honestly, they've been together 25 years, right? Mm -hmm. He's almost a billionaire now. And that was, you know, that kind of net worth was built during her tenure there. So she's going to get her piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. So what is the point of her sharing this 20-year-old story now that she's in the divorce proceedings? To me, it seems like she's trying to dig up his past and it's a smear campaign.
0: Well, if he did it, it's not a smear campaign. It's the truth. And don't we all do that? When we're, when we're, when we're with someone and they do something raggedy, we tend to sweep it under the rug because we still love them or we still want to be with them, even though they don't hurt us, put their hands on us. There's plenty of people that do that. That's not like odd. You know what I mean? And when you break up, you go, and then that, mother, and then he did this, and he, and you're almost mad at yourself that I stayed for that, and you do feel stupid. Now, I don't know what happened with that prenup. He may very well have tore it up and said, you know what, it's a wrap. we don't know what the pillow talk is. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. No, what the prenup,
2: prenup, is prenup is prenup. That's before you're married. Yeah, I know. They but she has got it for twenty-five years. She's gonna get her portion of the pie.
0: Right, but she said after they were married for a while, he tore it up and said, forget it. It's, it's, and she's trying to she's trying to fight against that how much of y'all
1: money do y'all think she, she should get yeah how much how much
2: do you think she should get
0: i if don't she know, build,
2: I, if if I she think i think built the enterprise doesn't she have you know she it should be half 50 50 but what, what do you is- mean if he pour, if he, pour, if, he pour, if he tore up the prenup then it doesn't matter like even everything that he got to this date right now, most of it happened in the last five to ten years. That 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 sprint to the billionaire mark. So it doesn't matter what the prenup had because that was twenty five years ago.
0: What do y'all think so about? I'm sorry,
2: go ahead. Whether you you tore it up or not, she's still, you know, she's still eligible to get her money. All I'm saying is, it's just very interesting that now that you're in the divorce proceedings and now that he's hospitalized, that now you're bringing that up. Like, I'm just not sure why you would make it public is all I'm saying. What is it? Is it necessary at this time? That's all I'm asking.
0: I mean, that's kind of what they do in divorces, though. That's that's how you you kind of get she, she, they trying to get the public opinion on their side and all that nastiness, all that stuff. I bet she's gonna drop a whole bunch more secrets about him. And also, I, I want to bring up: didn't Michelle also accuse him of beating her up?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? Al, it could be very much possible that she's trying to force him into submission because you see, after that aneurysm, he turned. She turned around and got the two million dollars spousal support. He signed it, so she's probably trying to scare him into. Ruin you if you don't make this divorce end quickly, amicably, and fairly. That's probably right. the strategy.
0: Am I the only one oh, that I eye, when he came up with an aneurysm? At this point, I was like, "Oh, Nicole."
1: She My- called the witch lady. She called that in Miami. Called the <laughs> Haitian lady.
0: Got the, voodoo. <laughs> got the voodoo, lady. Speaking of <laughs> Haitian, uh, speaking of voodoo, I'm sorry, voodoo, right? Speaking of voodoo, uh Azelia Banks crazy ass is firing back after people criticize her for her bizarre social media posts. She described digging up her dead cat and she boiled it. She said she was trying to preserve the pet writing. Why do you think I'd eat a dead cat when I barely eat a dead cow? It's called taxidermy. Plenty of hunters with preserved deer heads hanging up their walls, darlings. You guys are being racist. And this is very un-Black Lives Matter of y'all. What the hell's wrong with this lady?
1: I wish that crazy heifer go sit her ass down. So, but here's the thing, right? At this point, Azalea Banks is more known for her controversy in her mouth than she is for her music. Quiet as it's kept while she's right here digging up cats. She need to be digging up a bag foreclose on her $850,000 house down to LA and she supposed to be moving her crazy ass down here to Miami. And we here to tell you, we don't want you, bitch. Can your <laughs> ass back to LA. Stay there eating cats, digging up cats, playing inside a doja cat. Whatever else you doing with them damn cats, but stay your ass the hell over in LA with the rest of them crazy ass priests oh
0: driving. My
2: and don't no ass down to Miami. We don't want you. You know, I guess I gotta be the defender of Azalea Banks. Azalea Banks, to me, she's the most original female rapper in the game, period, hands down. The way wait, she wait,
0: is, uh, Recite one line. Recite one line. Of wait one a minute. I,
2: first one. of you all, know. I'm not a music person, but you can't argue that that's probably one of the most original female rappers in the game. She can out rap, in my opinion. She can out rap Megan The Stallion. She can out rap. Yeah, get and, off and, my line. And the best part about her is is her mixture of her genre between hip hop and house. That to me is hot. And also she has has the best audience base. She has the best mix of audience base. If you look at her audience base, she has a great mix between Asian, white, African-Americans, men and women. Azalea Banks, you're talented, you're creative. The only problem she has is getting out of her own way. I love her.
1: And you still can't name one song lyric talking all that smack.
2: I can't. I can't name a song lyric of anyone, but I know good music when I hear it. And that woman is talented. And if you guys are trying to discredit her for being talented, then discredit wait, her. But I, I, anybody. Know, wait, wait, anybody that's in the music game cannot cannot say that that is not one of the original. Female rappers, one of the best in the game. Period. But then I tell you what
1: you do here. You go to Dan and eat cat with her then. How about that? Love her for (laughs) them.
0: You know what? I don't. We don't have a chance to know if she's talented enough because her music is never the story. It's always sacrificing chickens and boiling cats and saying all this weird shit. And, and, yeah, and but
2: we, we've had to, listen, we've had the same experience with Kanye, but only because Kanye is very wealthy and associated with a very wealthy person, you don't give him a hard time. You give him a hard right. time, but you don't give him a really hard time. He's been spewing crazy stuff for a long time. And we check him for it, but we before. can
0: also name some Kanye songs and lines. Oh my god, Al, you don't listen, I've been going no, I'm, but, saying, you know I'm, I'm lying. Saying,
2: I personally I probably personally probably can't right now. I can't. But if you if you start to sing one, I probably could join in. But I can't name a Kanye West song right now. I can't. You know what, Al?
0: A-, a negro but, gets trending on social media and has Wendy talking about him. He don't forget all his right. good sense and don't even know oh, you right No, so, you guys
2: are not always, going to be. You are not right. going to attack that woman's rap abilities in front of me. That woman rap. can rap and she's a good rapper. Period. Now she may be a little bit different on the other side, but the woman can rap. Period. Period. I don't care what you say. Period. She can rap.
1: Now, I, you, wish, you I wish. I wish I knew. Some, you got some white in you, Al. I'm expecting you to defend the damn cat. Not today, I want. We're
0: gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna get Al together. We have to have a little talk, Al, because I, I, I I'm gonna give you the whole break and come up with one just one line, one bar, okay, one name you. of a song. I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna over. rap it. I'm gonna come right. You gonna rap it when we come back right here? Right, got you. you tripping? <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds, who is absolutely tripping when it comes to music. Now, speaking of music, the real talented queen of uh, R&B, Miss Mary J. Blige, turned 50 years old on Monday, and she celebrated her birthday by posting some bomb-ass pictures. She slayed in a gold metallic two-piece and almost went topless. What do you think of her photo shoot?
1: Baby, Mary J. Blige looked good. And I'm going to tell you one thing I love about Mary. I think she's aging gracefully. I may be wrong, but I don't think Mary has had a lot of surgery or whatever the case may be. And I just love the fact that she's embracing being a grown-ass woman with grown-ass woman curves, making moves out here in this business. She's doing her thing and acting.
2: Mary looked good. You guys are being way too nice. Let me tell you what this picture is.
0: This what? picture,
2: this picture, you got to listen to what I'm saying first. This picture is a fuck you revenge body picture. She's okay. telling her husband, look what you missed out on. Look how good I look. She was like, you almost tried to ruin my little situation that I had over here, but I have survived. I look good and I'm thriving and I'm breaking the Internet. Mary J. Blige, two thumbs up for those pictures.
0: I agree with you. Okay, Al, you redeem yourself a little bit. Now, uh, Tyrese happens to be going through a divorce. He was uh, one of the many celebrities that attended Mary's celebration. I don't know if you saw this. The queen had to put him in his place when he got a little too touchy-feely. Uh, check this out. Hey, hey, hey.
1: Yeah, see that? Uh-huh. Wendy Williams, how you like those apples, says, you know, Wendy got on her show the other day and said he was gay. Really? Wendy got on there and said, somebody in the building said that his divorce was just a cover up or the marriage was just a cover up for his other activities. And it was a trusted source that told her or whatever the case may be. So I guess Tyrese said, baby, Wendy, eat these
2: apples. He like titties and thighs and stuff, honey. Wow, wow. So I'm going to tell you what I I thought about that. Um, Tyrese reminds me, like, Tyrese is always doing too much, like, you remember when he announced the the Beats deal, Dr. Dre's Beats deal over, yeah. you know, over Instagram before the deal was inked? Like, Tyrese just be doing too much. And I think in this instance, this is another instance in which Tyrese chill out. And the reason why I know that he's doing too much is because me, I do too much. I do stuff like that all the time. So I'm just saying, Tyrese, chill out. Like, you don't even have to do all that. He's attractive, handsome, successful, actor, singer. Chill out, bro. And Claudia, I think you can attest
1: to it, too. I think women take differently from it, from the gay than they do from a straight man. You know what I'm saying? They know when me or Al touch them, we ain't even don't trying to do that, Or whatever the case may be. But when, you said don't put you in there. Yeah, because right.
0: Al is Al, Al straight. Al is straight. I
2: did never said that. I made it very clear that I, that is not the case. Well, <laughs> well, what that's are that's you, funny.
1: Al? Because the people be in my comments asking that, too. They, they, they want well, to know.
2: Let, let me tell you what you need to tell them to do. Tell them to come to my Instagram page, ask to fo- start following me, and they can ask me directly. How about we start there?
0: And then I'll send them that picture of you in the bikini, baby. So that you yeah,
2: sure there we that. go. Bikini y'all is (laughs) on this line tonight honey that was better that was that picture was better than funky's naked picture and I. (laughs) chat i'll
0: be the judge of that hey listen y'all Lori harvey done did it again her and michael b jordan are an item the couple went public last week after michael posted some romantic photos of them she has a history of posting uh pictures of her dates in the past including future Justin Combs, Trey Songs, but this time she's avoiding all that with Michael. So say they wanted to get to know each other first for a while before they, you know, went public. Um, is it refreshing to see a young couple that takes their relationship so seriously and makes it a priority to, you know, not be uh, quick to go on social media? What do y'all think about this couple? What do y'all think? Y'all like it? Y'all here for it or not? Nah?
1: Well, listen, when I first saw this Lie, I was mad, right? Because I don't know much about Lori Harvey other than what I see like clips when I scroll through Instagram. So in my mind, in my mind, she was a social media thought. That that was the perception of her I had, especially because she was dating future, this person and that person. So I was like, no, not him. He's one of our good Black men. Leave him alone. He need an outstanding <laughs> church girl. He don't need somebody that's bopping and thotting around the damn Instagram. But after I sat down and I looked through it a little more, looked through the pictures and stuff, I said, you know, uh-huh. okay, I can get with it. And granted, while I don't trust her, I do trust him, and I know yeah. that he will make no bad decisions for his life. So if Michael's cool with
2: it, then I'm cool with it. Al. This is my perspective on it. I, you know, I find Lori Harvey to be not only intriguing, but extremely smart and calculated. This woman went from dating Memphis, a a uh, Dutch football player, to Justin, to Justin's daddy, to Trey Songs, to Future. Okay? This is how I see it. She's tired of walking in the red carpet for the BET and hip-hop awards this is her chance to cross over to mainstream <laughs> legitimacy and now she can walk the red carpet for the oscars this woman is smart michael b jordan is now the sexiest man in the in what was the sexiest man or something For this people, he now has crossed over to being an a-lister she's like you know what Nice knowing all of y'all that, that do go to BET Hip Hop Awards, but I'm gonna walk the red carpet with the real A-listers. That's how I view this. I find it it's very interesting and very intriguing, but I find it very smart and calculating too. Oh,
0: why why you on the BET Awards?
2: Don't it That's feel like- it. That's not it. shitting on it. I said she has just progressed. From going to the BET Awards. I love the BET Awards and would love to walk the red carpet there. Hopefully, I would, maybe soon. But I'm that just saying, this favorite. is her crossover. Okay. She's dated everybody in the hip hop culture. Like everybody? I mean, well, <laughs> okay. You really are picking with me today. Let me be very clear. She's, she's never, almost,
0: never almost,
2: almost billionaire um, Sean Combs. Uh, she dated Future, who, you know, I really enjoy Future. I mean trace songs, she's just done everybody in
0: the uh hip hop. I you I'm playing with you, Al. I'm just having oh, okay.
2: So now this is her big chance. This is her crossover to mainstream uh uh pop culture. Le- this is her legitimate crossover. She's she look, she's <laughs> gonna be wearing diamonds and pearls, too. Don't
1: even feel like future got like good started. like everybody mm-hmm. that get with future, they get on this trajectory and they go higher. You know what I'm saying? He, they go higher. So that's that's the that's the that's the stepping stone, Dick, when you get with future.
0: You know what? He opens it up. You know what?
1: He yeah. opens it up real good. You,
0: you absolutely right. It seems like once they get away from him, they just do nothing but excel. Mm-hmm. Like they just win, they get all kind of great husbands and babies and careers, and they just do better once they get, <laughs> <all, laughs> get, get well. off. The future.
2: Y'all, right?
0: oh, y'all are wrong for that. <laughs> y'all it's can't talk about my
2: future. He's a he's my friend in my head. Y'all can't talk about him. Don't do that.
0: Oh, really, Feature, If you're watching, Al Reynolds wants to hang with you.
2: No, no, no. I didn't say that. I said he's a friend in my head. I enjoy his music. Let
0: me do this, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Let me set you up on some front. Fr- just hanging out with some friends. That's all. That's
1: all. No, I'm he's Al straight. straight. Okay, funky. you really <laughs> want to start a fight? I told you. Right, Set him up with really one of your girlfriends crazy. so he could bamboozle them and divorce them for their
2: money too. man! <laughs> I am. I'm holding my tongue the best I can. <laughs> The best I can hold
0: it. Don't tongue. hold that tongue Al. Don't hold I it no, nope, nope,
2: Don't hold it now. I got too many degrees to get down in that daggone. any lonely America, big 100%. girls out there. Al Reynolds is
1: available, honey. What do the lonely do for Christmas? They call Al Reynolds. They, what do they do? What do they do? <laughs> Hide your check. Al Reynolds in the building. Put
2: your pocketbook up. <laughs> I can't believe you are participated in this <laughs> foolery.
0: Really? I don't okay. you know me. I'm with
2: the. I sh- know. I see. Purse. You definitely are. I wish I could. I wish I knew. I had a comeback, but y'all know I'm a dork. I'm a dweeb. So if I, you got I, a purse a and low self esteem, I'll win. <laughs> <end up. laughs> oh no. no! 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 Let's be clear. Let's be clear. You ain't got to have low self esteem. You can have a purse, a low self esteem, high self esteem, medium self esteem. I'll take them all.
0: Oh, okay well moving on oscar-winning actress regina king is making her directorial debut with the new movie one night in miami which is about a legendary meeting of four black male icons cassius clay jim brown sam cook and malcolm x regina told insider.com they were popular actors who she turned down for the film because they refused to follow the selection process she said she wanted to work with actors that wanted to audition and some of them thought they was just too damn big to audition. She said if they're not interested in an uh, audition, then she's not interested in seeing them for their her movie. What do you think about these casting guidelines? And should A-list actors have to audition like everybody else?
1: Mm. So I saw the movie last night. The movie was a really good movie. So all in all, it happened the way God intended for it to happen with the people that were doing it now as far as should a list actors have to audition um you know it really just depends right because you 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 already know if you're gonna get Meryl Streep or Viola Davis they gonna get the job done but I'm with Regina King this was her first one of her first big directorial debuts and she needed to make sure that everything was in line and in order but I'm gonna take it a step further Claudia I'm curious to know how much of that not wanting to audition was people's ego thinking, I'm not going to audition for the little, the little black girl that's just starting out. Like, I'm bigger than her. Why am I going to audition for a Regina King movie? I'd be curious to know how much of that was the attitude that went into that.
0: Where there's a lot of that in this business, where people do something and it could be 20 years ago, 10 years or whatever, but they still look down their noses at some. And Regina King is not the one to look down on. That girl is on fire, and her trajectory 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 is uh-huh. like she almost dated future. She didn't, but I'm just saying the way her career is just out of here, killing <laughs> it. I'm just saying, what do you think, Al? You think of um, a list celebrities should have to should audition? I think they should. I think. um just because you're a great actor don't mean you can do every role. There's some people I that
2: I feel like in this case would Regina King read for a position like this, being her status, being how many Oscars that she's won, would she audition for someone in her own position if the if the the was switched, if the situation was switched. The thing that I like the most about this story though and this film coming out now is it kind of reminds me of what we're going through right now like I feel like that story parallels what's going on right now in a sense and back then you had Muhammad Ali you had Jim Brown Sam Cooke and you had Malcolm X so thinking now if we had to pick four millennials to mirror those four and say let's just make it up and say one night D.C like after the inauguration, who would your four be? So I'm going to share my four. So now the millennials that remind me of those social activists from back in the day, who they would be now for me, Muhammad Ali, professional sports, LeBron James. LeBron James has been very vocal on the disrespect that the, that the majority have laid on the minority. Um, as it relates to Jim Brown, he was a football player, definitely Kaepernick. Kaepernick has really, really was like the force behind. He was almost a Rosa Parks of this millennial movement in civil rights. Sam Cook. So I was, more, I was like worried. I didn't know who to pick for the Sam Cook version. But y'all tell me if I got it right. At first, I said Nas because of his social conscious raps. But then I said nope. I got to pick an activist. So I say John Legend John in Legend. that space. So the millennial version of Sam Cook to me would be John Legend. And lastly, who is the millennial version of Malcolm X? I was just like, okay, who could this possibly be? Guess who I came up with? Tamika Mallory. Tamika Mallory is definitely the female okay. version of Malcolm X in my mind. So, the thing that I loved about this story in general was that it, it just definitely 100% applied to where I am now, being in Washington, D.C., being here through the Black Lives Movement, being here through the invasion, the, uh, the insurrection, and seeing the other side of it. So, those are my. Picks. What are you guys picks?
0: I think that we've run out of time and TJF is almost over because Al Reynolds, you just gave the longest <laughs> ever. I messing with you. Listen, we got to hold that. We're going to take a quick break. I think those are really good comparisons. I am
2: one hundred percent not feeling you tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> take a number. We'll be back with more TJF when we come back. We're going to talk about Roland Ray and the little fire that happened. Ooh. We'll be back with more when we return. <laughs> welcome back to tjif with my favorite people in the world funky dineva and al reynolds al are you doing okay tonight i'm barely here i'm hanging
2: on though y'all not going y'all not gonna knock me down let's go
0: we're having a good time and tonight's show is on fire speaking of fire roland ray had a major health scare this week the wheelchair bound who wrote that hold on
1: The disabilities people finna get you
0: <laughs> i'm trying to be the wheelchair bound star was rushed to the hospital <laughs> to be here, burns after his wig caught on fire here's a portion of the video he posted while receiving care
2: love y'all and i want y'all to keep me uh, in our prayer uh, yes if it wasn't for k okay. For Mr. Scorpio, up for him. I'd be dead right now. Oh, that's so bad.
1: I didn't even want to come to work tonight because I was scared of this story. <laughs> and I saw one comment on my Instagram that said, so if you burn and you can't walk, can you basically just park inside at this point? <laughs> and I died. I... I died. And, and, and here's the thing, right? Because this is not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's
0: not funny <buddy> at all.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. I'm laughing. And I'm not laughing at Ray. I'm, I'm oh God.
0: It's we
2: ain't shit, and we're not mature enough to do this story. Did you say? I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Did you say if you are handicapped and burnt, can you park inside?
1: At this point,
2: right? I
1: mean, because it, it, have the people figured out yet how the wig caught fire? Did he roll past a candle, or did was he smoking a cigarette? I mean, I'm just. trying. Oh God.
2: Did what he
1: roll awkward- past? Did he roll past a candle? I mean, what in the aqua when that hell was going on in that wig for it to catch fire?
0: Well, it was synthetic.
1: <laughs> so are we saying that human hair wigs save lives? <laughs> because Okay. My thoughts and prayers are with Roland Ray and his family. Um, what? And you want to know what the saddest part is. Why are we
0: laughing? What's wrong and with
1: us? The saddest part about it is I did not know that his arms don't work. <laughs> and so could you imagine that your head is on fire, but your head <laughs> go right here. And so you can't even get it all. And I think that's why the, the wig was melting on his um <laughs> face and stuff. Cause his hand couldn't get it. Um, And so good thing Scorpio was there to help him because not, um, Roland Ray might have been um, dead, Ray, but they said that Saucy Santana is in Atlanta getting ready to perform his latest single, Let It Burn, for MLK Week. That's oh, just God. what the said. I yeah. really care. Um,
2: yeah. We're
0: going to move on to the next story. Yeah. Because I- <laughs> we're not going to win. We can't win this segment. It was designed for us to fail. When I saw that story, I said, there's no way we're not mature enough to do this. Oh a- god. Is way-
1: she looked like Miss Juicy. Wait, is that the is that the way, girl? We are already in trouble. Wait,
0: pur. What do you be saying, Purr. I love that purr. Oh my god. Wait, oh, we got okay. Um, sorry. God give us God. We ain't. We ain't sh- I'm not there yet. I'm not there. <laughs> I know I'm not there. I have a lot of work to do. I'm not there. You're not there, Dineva, at all. We can't even talk. I don't even know why we thought this would be a good idea for us to talk about this. Let's move on. Let's go move on to someone else. That's okay. Former NBA player Lamar Odom is switching over to the sport of boxing. Oh, no. This can't go well. This won't go well either. Y'all set us up with these stories. Lamar has reportedly signed a deal with celebrity boxing and has a fight scheduled for June. But his opponent has not been selected or announced. Do you think (laughs) this bizarre publicity stunt is going to help Lamar or hurt him in the long run? And who would you like to see him fight?
2: So I'm going to start with this one. So I think it's going to help him. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Lamar Odom over his, what, it was 13 years of playing in the NBA made $146 million according to his contract. But unfortunately, times are hard and it's rough. It's rough for all of us out here. Number one, state unemployment benefits are being held up in every state.
0: Stimulus- you don't like unemployment.
2: Stimulus checks are being held, like only getting $600 out of 200, the $2,000 that you thought you were. Lamar Odom got to do what he got to do, just like everybody else when you are on economic hardship. That's what I'm saying. So heck yeah, this is going to help him. It's going to bring some money in his pocket. Think about it. You go from making $146 million to making not $146 million.
0: You got to do what you got to do. But it wasn't that long ago that Lamar had that incident where he almost died in that brothel. He had some, some issues with mentally, and I, I'm a little concerned that it's too soon for all that. And he's older. Like, if I got him one time, I'd be done. But Lamar been, he almost died that, a few that, years ago.
2: He's going to get that check. I'm sure Lamar is also pretty smart. I mean, he's not going to do it for just a few dollars. I think he's going to do it for a significant amount of money. Dude, what
0: need. good is a, a check if you're going to be all messed up mentally? You're going to be in a wheelchair sitting next to Ray? No, I don't we
2: think so. My, my, my whole thing
1: is this, right? Because this, this really does feel like some... Has been. I used to be somebody. Now I'm on marriage boot camp type of mess. Like that's what this feels like. Like Lamar, what are you doing? And out all that economic hardship BS, you talking? Shut up! If I had 146 million dollars at one point, you best better believe. 12 years later, I'm gonna have 136 of that damn million left. Okay, would, you, would you be taking a
2: hardship. Hardship. would you be taking on a boxing stint to get some money? No, you wouldn't if you were able to. Keep I that-
1: think he back on that stuff
2: because I mean, this just don't make sense there's
1: a lot of other things he could go do and think about it I mean what at best he's gonna get paid a million dollars for this fight Lamar Odom is not <laughs> far up for a million dollars not once having 146 you can't smoke up that much damn listen then why would he do it if he didn't need the money because he back on that stuff and he crazy he crazy he ain't in his right mind Oh, I disagree. I, I think disagree. fame is a hell of a drug, and I think he's grasping for relevancy.
2: Whether whether he's on this stuff or not, I think he's looking out for Allegedly. his life. He needs money. You don't go from making 10 and $20 million a year, well, let's say 10 to $15 million a year, to not making that. you got to figure out how to feed yourself and feed your family and to live. And I think this Downsize. is- Downsize. He's a big boy. It's hard.
1: Y'all let me get $146 million. I can guarantee you my ass would never be broke. Matter of fact, y'all would never see my ass again. You wouldn't have to worry about me getting no more TV jobs, no internet jobs, no nothing, because I'm going to go buy me a little piece of townhouse, a little piece of car, put my money in the bank, and set my ass down some damn where.
2: That's a lie. Because every night we call you, you are at a bar somewhere drinking and having a good time and sleeping till 1 o'clock. So don't, don't, don't. No, no, no. Oh. Oh, she she, she got to go to work
0: and
2: punch a <laughs> That's right. I earned, I, earned, I earned mine, honestly. That's correct. And okay. I use my brain.
0: We're going to take a quick break. But Lamar, I don't think this is a good idea. Nate Robinson trained and played just a few years ago. You've been retired for a long time. And you had that incident that happened in the brothel. I am afraid for you, for your health and for your life, if you get into a ring, because again, Nate Robinson trained, and he got knocked out, and and everybody made fun of him. And I don't think Lamar could afford that. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking more trash when we come back, TGIF. Y'all out of control tonight. Y'all bad. (laughs) You're amazing. So, man, we are back with TGIF, and what a way for the gang to get back together again. Like, a lot of subtle messiness here, but I I, I, I love (laughs) y'all. been lots of fun now attention black filmmakers we have an exciting new program called foxhole screening room that will highlight and celebrate short films created by black filmmakers from around the globe so if you or anyone in your network are interested in submitting a short film send it over to screening room at foxhole.tv and good luck with that all right, y'all, um, this story was pretty sad and kind of his close to home because I, I know her but uh, somewhat, but it looks like marriage wasn't Latoya Luckett's destiny. The original member of Destiny's Child has reportedly filed for divorce after three years of marriage to her husband, uh, Tommy Walker. She posted uh, this message to social media after very prayerful consideration. I can't say his real name. Is it Tomicus? Tomicus? Is it Tomicus. Oh, because I, his friends with my brother, I mean, his his brothers with my friend, um, and I have, we call him Tommy, have decided to get a divorce. It's my deepest desire for us to be loving co-parents and keep a peaceful environment for out of respect for our children. Well, the word on the street is that he allegedly cheated on her. That's what they're saying in the blogs, and, you know, um, there was something that happened with her, and, you know, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this story?
1: Quiet as it's kept, she could have kept her divorce announcement because child, didn't nobody even half know she was married, number one. And number two, nobody damn sure was checking for her and him. Number three, I don't even know who he is. Number four, I just don't think anybody really cares what's Mm -hmm. going on with Latoya Luckett. So this privacy that you asking for, girl, you got built in privacy because ain't nobody even checking for you. Matter of fact, you made it public. That Latoya Luckett could have went and got a whole damn divorce and remarried, and nobody would have knew nothing. Well,
2: you know, I guess I'm going to have to come to Latoya Luckett's uh, rescue here. Well, it is true, Funky Vandani, because you don't even know this is actually her second marriage. Her first marriage lasted only for two years, two months, not even two years. It lasted two months. And a year later, she was back at the altar. Or almost two years later, she was back at the altar with the new man. Um, I find this interesting because this is just like, you know, what I feel like Kim is doing because I understand that we might see this divorce unveil itself on T.I. and Tiny show, which she's a cast member of. And I feel like, you know, this could be very good for Latoya the same way that the Kardashian Kim is going to be unveiling her divorce or her uh, rub with her marriage with Kanye on their last season. So hopefully there's a silver lining at the end of this in this in this <laughs> cloud for her, but um, I like Latoya. I think she's talented. I love watching her in all of her glory on the, the Tiny and Ti show. So sorry it didn't work out, but this would be my advice to Latoya. Maybe you need to take a little break. Al, I heard police sirens.
1: You live in the ghetto?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I live in the residency of the Mandarin Oriental. Do you know what that hotel is? I will when you send me a ticket. <laughs> 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 okay, so you might want to pipe down, player, because uh, <laughs> this is fun.
0: Been far. asking me if there's sparks between you two, like if someone's trying to get at someone. What's going on? I don't, I'll be texting me at two
2: in the morning and stuff. <laughs> I'll be the, morning and stuff. <laughs> the only <laughs> time I would text you at in two in the morning to see is it, it see if you are alive. Oh. That's the only
0: reason I would text. I know I'm on one text message, like a thread, but are there side? texting going on that i'm not in that
2: i can't is there a side is there a side thread that i don't know about SL yes, no uh, absolutely not not at one and two o'clock in the morning absolutely not there's no side texting now does he shoot a fire text at one or two o'clock in the morning absolutely does is there a correspondence of me responding absolutely not that's your story okay. you stick <laughs> to it you
1: know it to the jasmine brand tomorrow when these texts hit
0: hey guys cardi b is taking her career to the next level in 2021 the grammy award-winning rapper uh al the grammy award-winning rapper that we recognize her songs uh has landed her first lead acting role in the upcoming movie assisted living cardi will play a small-time crook who disguises herself as an old lady and hides out in a nursing home what do you think about cardi's latest uh power move and i don't i don't see azalea on the call sheet So
1: I think, okay, let me start with this. Cardi's glow up, you know, we love it. I root for, I support her. I'm just questioning Cardi's ability to carry a movie as lead. Um, She does not strike me as the type that's going to have a whole lot of range when it comes to acting. So it makes me wonder how good this movie is going to be just period, if she is the lead.
2: I think, I think you know, obviously they're going to have a coach there with her, if not one, maybe two, maybe three, just so that we can get some subject-verb agreement. I think that Cardi B is obviously an amazing talent, and whatever it is that she wants to do, they're going to create it for her. I find it very interesting, though, that Hispanic women who speak the way that she speaks, you know, barely able to speak English, seem to be hot commodities in Hollywood, like for instance, Sofia Vergara, is that her name? Mm -hmm. Remember Sofia Vergara Vergara, when she first came to Hollywood could barely have subject-verb agreement, but she was one of the highest paid female actresses in the industry. Mm -hmm. So to watch Cardi B step into that space as a Hispanic woman who can, you know, has a little issue with subject-verb agreement, I'm like, if they're gonna give her a check, good for Cardi. Can I tell y'all
1: something really quickly too? Speaking of Hispanic women, I had a fan moment yesterday, bitch. I was in Coral Gables at the mall and ran into J Lo and A Rod.
0: I saw that on your your panties. Yes,
1: I, I actually went to see a private screening of the Regina King movie uh, one night in Miami, and as we were walking through the, uh, the shops of Merritt Place, paparazzi are running down stairs, and we like that's just a family. And I looked again and it was Stevie Mackey, her vocal coach, I recognized his hair. And I said, oh, shit. that's Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod. I've never had a fan moment. I was like literally stunned. I couldn't even speak, I couldn't wave. I just looked like a, a goofball.
2: Well, I you love know, her. A-Rod, A-Rod lives in Coral Gables. He's been there for like over 20 years. A good friend of mine used to live next door to A-Rod in, in the Gables and would see him all, I would see him all the time. In the Who was Gables.
0: your rich friend? Who was your rich friend, Al? Yeah.
2: A professional football player that okay. <laughs> No Claudia. He's 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 married now. You you can't know. It's, it's he's off the market, sweetheart.
0: I'm off the market. What are you talking about? Oh oh you are? Don't even try it, Al. Do you want you do you wanna play this oh, game I'm, with I'm, me? Claudia, you know, me I'm, quick, I'm quick with it. Do you wanna play this game? Let me see the let me see the ring. I'm You're not married. Not? I'm I'm not doing that for a while. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Okay, I see. I see. I don't feel bad about all the shit I talked about you today. All right, we're gonna take a quick <laughs> break. And we got more with TGIF when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. And of course, I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan, back from a little hiatus, a little break. I wasn't feeling well. But um, hey, um a lot of tension on tonight's show. Almost like there's like some some sexual tension or some frustration going on or maybe some backed upness or something's going on here because we've never really gone at each other like tonight Uh and i don't know what it is but i do know that dineva did have a trip scheduled to dc for the inauguration and al where are you al you're in dc right
2: i'm in washington dc the same place you were supposed to come for the inauguration sweetheart
0: Right, right. But I really didn't have no tickets booked in them like that. So let's talk about that. So the trip got canceled, right? But were you looking forward to hanging out with Al? And, and actually, you
1: know, team? I was. No, real talk. You know, Al said he was going to throw a cocktail party when, when all of us. Remember when you said that you were coming? This, okay. I was looking forward to all of us actually being up there and maybe even doing something live. But, honey, D.C. is the ghetto, okay? okay. DC, them white people don't turn D.C. into the ghetto. So I decided I'm going to stay my black tail Home um, before I go up there and get the ran over and, and all that. And I really was looking forward to coming to DC because I was coming for a week. I was coming Tuesday the nineteenth through Sunday the twenty fourth. You got and me everything. and everything. Me and Al was, we're was we're to do a
2: photo too.
1: You and Al, um, what? We were gonna say what? I said we were gonna run the streets and say. I really was looking forward to that, <laughs> but. In all honesty, I'm actually I'm scared. Um, I don't feel it's in the best interest of my safety to go to DC.
0: Can you believe the amount of white police officers and and that now they're saying there's like maybe three congressmen that helped that assisted with the insurrection with the takeover of the of the Capitol, which is. It's surprising, but then it's kind of not. And all this Black Lives Matter stuff that they want to talk shit about and try to put it on us and Antifa and all this nonsense and all this, you know, Blue Lives Matter. They didn't matter when you was beating a police officer to, to death with a fire extinguisher or with, with a flag. The one guy had a heart attack while he was beat up uh, with flags by these people. It's, it's, did, you it's,
2: see, did you see that scene where that one police officer got stuck in the door and they were like brushing the door and they were pretty much crushing this this one police officer? what happened to all of the press conferences and everything around that police officer being treated poorly by those um, insurrectionists? Like what, this has just been a true tale. And and to be honest with you, even though it's been disgusting and it's been like making me extremely upset, it also has made me very happy to expose them. I want them all exposed. I want them all exposed because what you're gonna have to do now for the next four years is you're gonna have to do right by us. That's the part that I like the most. Now, do I have to put up with walking out of my door because I live in the Southwest here in DC? Do I have to put up with all the police? Helicopters were all like there were like not one, not two, but like four helicopters circling Southwest DC near the Capitol. And not only were they regular helicopters, not reporter helicopters, but those were Army helicopters that had Air Force helicopters that had to, you know, where they shoot. I loved watching that occur because that speaks volumes to what no longer the next administration is gonna tolerate.
0: You gotta get the hell out and I will say this and we gotta play this game, we got two minutes left, but um, it's just wild the amount of stuff that these white people are able to get away with. It it's just, it's mind blowing. And I'm so thankful that black folks sat their ass home and did not try to go counterpro. this is not our fight. Let them white people fight each other and and handle it, that's their business. Let them do their shit. That ain't got nothing to do with us. But yes. let
2: me ask somebody, Let me ask this: Does anybody else feel this way? I promise you, if they misbehave on the inauguration and they don't get their ass handed to them, the black people are going to come out, they freaking yes. house, and they're going to correct it themselves.
0: Now they have twenty thousand members I mean, does of the middle. feel right? they
2: way? Because I promise you, if they don't get their ass handed to them, if they show their ass this go round, oh, it's going to be it's going to be almost like a civil war. Black people are going to come from everywhere.
0: So we have one minute left to play this game. Y'all want to play this game or y'all want to keep talking about it?
2: All right. No, let's keep
1: talking. You know what baffled me? Okay. What baffled me was when they shot the white girl and they were like, oh my God, she's been shot. The fact that they were not expecting to get shot is the thing that really baffled me. I was like, whiteness is one hell of a drug. Y'all honestly thought y'all were going to come to the Capitol and not get shot.
0: They're whereas
1: we would have expected to get shot
0: no, I, opinion, I, I would love to know what it feels like to go through life knowing that uh, uh you know a cell phone will never be mistaken as a a, a gun or a weapon to harm you and, and you're gonna actually talk to me and find out what I'm doing there you know
2: what we it's called privilege and how about all the people that uh-huh. when they interviewed they got said told. their name said their name and not wearing a mask they said their name so hey cops my name is sarah You're
0: about to cut us off yo we got more to talk about next week i'm gonna hop on the chat with y'all i want to thank my co-host al on Spunky that neighbor for joining me tonight stay tuned for hollywood unlocked with jason lee uncensored we'll see y'all back here next week and um we got to talk the three of us on a little chat <laughs>